Astrology is as old as civilization itself. And today, it's easier to access than ever before thanks to the internet and smartphones. This week on Throughline, how astrology almost went extinct and made a remarkable comeback. Throughline from NPR, the podcast where we go back in time to understand the present. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. It's New Music Friday, that day of the week when most albums come out, and we're looking at the best releases out on February 21st, starting with BTS and their new one, Map of the Soul 7. This is the K-pop juggernaut BTS. Their album is called Map of the Soul 7, and this song is called On. It features Sia. It's the album's closing cut. Uh, One of a couple collaborations the band does on this record, and uh, I think it's safe to say that this one will pretty much crush everything else that comes out today or this week or maybe even in the coming weeks. (laughs) Yeah, there's a there's been a lot of build up for this record and there's really been a lot of build up to this point in BTS's career. You know, I think we've now passed the point where the novelty of like a big South Korean boy band crossing over and becoming a worldwide juggernaut, uh, we've passed that point and now we're yeah. into the point where they're establishing I think a little bit more long-term dominance, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there was talk at the beginning of this year that BTS was shut out of the Grammy nominations, that the American pop music marketplace is willing to embrace BTS, but kind of only so much. And I think this record really promises to be more of a grand artistic statement. If you hear the song Black Swan, you know, it's this emo rap with strings. The video has this modern dance component to it. There's just a lot of grappling with artistry going on in the songs that are on this record. There's 20 songs on this album, but a bunch of them have been out in various forms leading up to the release. But, you know, this is a a, a big pop music moment in 2020, the release of this record. Pre-orders for this (laughs) record topped 4 million, 4 million. And that's in an age when nobody buys albums and they sold 4 million copies before anyone had even heard it. BTS is the band. Map of the Soul 7 is the album. Let's go next to Grimes. Grimes has a new record called Miss Anthropocene.
This is Grimes. Her new one is called Miss Anthropocene, and uh, the song is You'll Miss Me When I'm Not Around. Grimes is otherwise known as Claire Boucher. This is her fifth album, her first in five years. It's been a long time coming. She first announced it more than a year ago, and uh, now it's finally here. Yeah, it's the follow-up to an album called Art Angels in 2015, kind of a dancey pop record that she has called, and I quote, a stain on my life. Which I think is insane, (laughs) because I actually really loved Art Angels. It was in my top 10 for that year. This one is a little bit darker, but it still has some of those sunny qualities to it. At the same time, if you pick apart the lyrics, this is a downright apocalyptic record. It's all about earth and nature wreaking havoc and conflict. You'll miss me when I'm not around is referring to the earth. Right. But, you know, conceptually, she is an artist prone to a big reach. And this is a big reach. Grimes is the artist. Her new one is called Miss Anthropocene. Let's go next to Best Coast. Best Coast is back as well with a really fantastic record called Always Tomorrow. sounds like Liz Fair a little little bit bit. on this, I think, even in the voice. Best Coast is the band. The album is Always Tomorrow. The song is Roller Coaster. Man, this whole record rocks so hard, (laughs) I think. I love it. Well, it's funny. We were just talking about Grimes and how much she steeps her messaging in in layers of metaphor. Bethany Cosentino, the singer and songwriter for Best Coast, does not do that. Right. Um, The intentions behind this record are very, very clear. This is the album that she wrote after getting sober and tackling a lot of her demons. And she writes songs about that that are very explicitly about that, about shedding substances about tackling demons, about dealing with depression and and just facing your issues head on. The the first single from this record is a really wonderful song called Everything Has Changed. And it's the first song that she wrote from the record. Apparently, she approached it like a vision board. She hadn't actually done the work that she needed to do in her life, but the song was approaching her life as if those challenges were in the rearview mirror and shaped her recovery around that and then ended up getting better and, and getting sober and writing these songs that are a celebration of that. I had no idea that she had been through so much emotionally. Uh, Bethany Cosentino released a statement when she first announced this record. She said, and I'm, I'm quoting her here, she said, some days I wake up, I feel like I'm on top of the world and I forget about everything that's ever bummed me out. And other days it all comes flooding back. This album is about leaving the darkness for the light, but still understanding that nothing is ever going to be perfect. Yep. Best Coast. The new album is called Always Tomorrow. Let's go next to the rapper Royce to 5'9". He's got a really incredible record called The Allegory. In search of right, like the birth of Christ. Breaking every generational curse in life. Perverse, concise, make sure the verse is right. Return who adverse to the earth, make sure that my hearse is white. 
In the contract, Jewish, to match a grind that's foolish. A Quran that's Buddhist. Rapping so my Quran and denying stack moolah. As I signed on the dotted line with the passion of a blind tattooist. In reaction to slithers from lizard's mouth. Yellow Wolf, this is your first and your last pass. I ain't gonna put it on blast. Your punk ass know what this about. You think it's about being loud or trying to be hostile till you get found face down on the ground outside of Kid Rock House. Though you a vulture pundit, I hope you get sober from this. Men lie, women lie, so do numbers. The energy never lies when you are overcomer. The energy never dies when you are overcomer. This is Royce to 5'9". His new album is called The Allegory. The song is called Overcomer, uh, and it features West Side Gun on it. And for this one, we welcome back music journalist, host of Culture Cypher Radio and XPN, and co-host of the podcast Serious Rap-ish on <laughs> iHeartRadio, John Morrison. Hey, John. Hey, what's up, Robin? Uh, Royce to 5'9", a real veteran rapper, originally from Detroit. He's been at this for a while, 20 years or more. This is his eighth album. And I thought the whole thing was just a real gut punch of a record. Yeah, this album is dope. Um, it's crazy because it's called, of course, The Allegory. And a lot of this record is more political and social than I would usually expect from Royce. He comes out of that Detroit early to mid 90s, like battle rap scene. And a lot of his lyricism is centered around, you know, being doper than other MCs spitting like battle raps. But a lot of this record conceptually is really an allegory for like black life in America. It deals with a lot of themes of violence, racism, all these different things, but then also joy, celebration. There's one song where uh, he's talking to his father. It's called Hero, where it's kind of like this love letter to his father and talking about their relationship. So there's really a lot of thematic color that's different from the rest of the uh, previous like records that Royce has made. Yeah, I thought that was it was a pretty relentless takedown of power structures and you know the rich only get richer, the poor only get poor. But he also takes shots at like mass consumerism, anti-vaxxers, which I thought was an interesting one, and autism. Um, the, the record has all these little skits and interludes in them, some of them where you hear this rapid-fire conversation with a father and his daughter. And these are samples uh, from videos that were posted on YouTube by the motivational speaker Derek Grace. I want to play a little bit of the one that opens the record. It's just called Mr. Grace. What is America built off of? Violence and entrepreneurship. So if you had to tell another six-year-old like yourself what to look out for, what would you tell them? They would kill you for the right price. Are you a buyer or a seller? A seller. If I gave you a million dollars right now, would you buy a candy or a candy store? A candy store. What is the goal to be? Independent. If you lost everything tonight, what you got tomorrow? Intellectual property. And what is intellectual property? They can take your possessions, but they can't take your mind. How do you say group economics in Spanish? Economia de grupo. How do you say barter system? If I gave you something for 500 and you flipped it to the next man for 2000 what is that called? Upsell. All right, now me as your leader, as your father, the person that's supposed to have your best interest, if I celebrate holidays and Christmas your entire life and you got to go beg somebody for a job at 18, what did I do? You failed me financially. I mean, it's a brilliant tone setter for the rest of the record right out the gate. Yeah, it's interesting to see this kind of practice, which is common in the black community, thinking about group economics as a means to shield against, frankly, an economy that's racialized and racist against black people. And to see someone in Royce's lane making music that deals with that 
topic and that idea and that practice of like teaching your kids, you know, cooperative economics, group economics, and how to exist in a capitalist system that doesn't want young black kids to exist. It, it caught me by surprise. I recognized why it would play into the theme of like the allegory of black life in America, but it just surprised me that it showed up on this record in the way that it did. Royce to five nine is the artist. The record is the allegory. Thanks so much, John. Thanks, Robin. Let's do one more before we take a break. This one comes from the singer Katie Pruitt. It's called Expectations. Stumbling around Athens, the frat boys in hot pursuit. Left me staring at the ceiling, pissed off and feeling you. This is Katie Pruitt. Her album is called Expectations, and this really very moving song is called Normal. And for this one, we are joined again by Julie Height, who's in Nashville. Hey, Julie. Hey, how's it going? All right, this is Katie Pruitt's debut album, and I thought it was just stunning. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's she's only 25, but she is experienced in writing and performing because it's something that she's really been pretty focused on since high school. Yeah, the song Normal, uh, I think, speaks to a lot of the themes on the record, which is, you know, she grew up gay in a really deeply Christian community. And so she sings a lot about uh, the toxic relationships she had along the way and the depression she battled as a result of those relationships and feeling like she didn't fit in. But I, I just thought it was really powerful and really beautiful, especially when she gets to a point on the record where you can tell that she's come to love and accept herself. I think in the song you just played, I mean, it's, you know, that's one of many tracks that build in urgency, in conviction. And over the course of those 10 songs, I mean, you hear her kind of summon all this emotional clarity to tell her story. And it's so haunted by the language of sin and goodness and belonging or not belonging because she did, as, as you said, grow up in a suburban environment, attending Catholic school and mass with her family and really formed this idea of what the standards that she should measure her life against and what it meant to be normal and conventional and good and respectable and all of those things. So you hear her really reaching back and reflecting in a way where she's kind of uncorking feelings that she felt back then, but might not have expressed the hidden things that were going on inside. And then you hear those breakthroughs, you know, openly loving who who she wants to love and 
redefining what it looks like to belong and to have a good life and meaningful relationships. Her voice in particular, I thought just, it radiates so much empathy and love and understanding. Uh, It just, the whole record just really moved me. So beautiful. Katie Pruitt is the singer. Her new album, her debut album, is called Expectations. Thanks so much, Julie. You're welcome. We still have a handful of other albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, along with our lightning round of other notable releases. But first, we need to take a short break, and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor, BetterHelp, the online counseling service dedicated to connecting you with a licensed counselor to help you overcome whatever stands in the way of your happiness. Fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a professional tailored to your needs. And if you aren't satisfied with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time free of charge. Visit BetterHelp.com songs to get 10% off your first month. Get the help you deserve with BetterHelp. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Kay Buxbaum in support of the David Gilkey and Zabiula Tamana Memorial Fund, established to strengthen NPR's commitment to training and protecting journalists in high-risk environments. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Stephen Thompson. And we're looking at the best albums out on February 21st. We start the second half of our show off with the singer Moses Sumney and his album Grey Part One. This is Moses Sumney, the singer Moses Sumney. His album is called Grey, Part One, and this song is called Conveyor. This is his second full-length album, a follow-up to his 2017 debut, A Romanticism. And man, this is just one big, ambitious record bursting with sounds and ideas, and I thought it was incredible. Yeah, I mean, that is that is so true, and yet it is only half. Yes, there's a part two coming. <laughs> yeah, there's a part two coming out May 15th, and... Uh, if you can't tell just from the from the excerpt, Moses Sumney is prone to big artistic swings. The title Grey, which is spelled G-R-A-E, where the A and the E are pressed Punch, together, yeah. is about uh, in-between spaces and gray areas and feeling like you're part of different worlds, you know. And, and Moses Sumney grew up in Ghana and California, so you can sense, you know, he's split between two places. As such, it takes a while to unpack all of his meanings and all of his sounds. There's you know, sounds are just kind of coming from so many genres at once. You know, you have this sweeping chamber soul going yeah. on. Listen to how bent the voice and the melody is on this song called Gagarin. My 
Sonically, identity is lost in this, or at least isn't completely clear. It's it's not binary, and then it's all set against this sort of little beautiful jazzy piano sound. You know, he's just he's a brilliant guy, and and I can't wait to hear where he goes next. And I won't have to wait very long to do so. Part two, uh, as you said, out May fifteenth. Moses Sumney is the artist. His uh, new album is called Gray Part One. Agnes Obel, Agnes Obel has a new one out today as well. It's called Myopia. This is the singer Agnes Obel. Her new one's called Myopia, and this song is called Cameras Rolling. Uh, she's a singer from Denmark, so I, I think actually you would pronounce her name Agnes Obel. Agnes Obel. This is her fourth full-length album, uh, and just a really beautiful one with all this prepared piano and little delicate tinkling sounds in it. I, I thought for sure she had collaborated with Niels Fromm on this one, the pianist Niels Fromm, but uh, she didn't. No, she uh, she likes to work in solitude when she's making yeah. records. The title myopia refers to crafting a bubble around yourself in order to cope with the world or even take in everything that's happening in the world. And it's it's kind of a concept album about trust and judgment and doubt, kind of self-interrogation a little bit. Yeah. And so like myopia, again, f- feeding into that idea of like, what are you seeing? What are you not seeing? But I do think that process is really, is really interesting. She wrote this record, arranged this record, produced it and mixed it, did everything herself and really cocooned herself in order to do that. And as such, it's a really contained and beautiful record. You know, she did a lot of little bits of vocal manipulation. Mm -hmm. It's kind of slow and strange and haunting. It's so beautiful. And at the same time, it's not just comfort food. Yeah, I think she captures that idea of myopia sonically really beautifully as well, because the whole record has a soft foggy, out-of-focus yeah. feel, like you're looking through gauze and it's blurring our vision. Aunus Obel, or Agnes Obel, uh, is the singer. Her new one is called Myopia. Let's go next to King Cruel. King Cruel is back with a new one called Man Alive. Up, the cars 
Cross in my road, almost hit me in a hurry The cars are just a sign of an obby uppie Down in the dirt I used to saw from a bucket from Kentucky I had a scratch card, I scratch so hard Cause I'm feeling fucking lucky, boy I'm feeling so lucky I'm a 10th birthday, got a puppy Now I'm back in the park with the middle class Europe's trying to get lucky this is King Cruel. The album is Man Alive, and this somewhat unsettling song is called Stoned Again. And uh, joining <laughs> us to talk about this one is 88.9 Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody. Hey, Tariq. Hey, how you doing? All right. You are a DJ at 88.9. You're host of Rhythm Lab Radio and the director of digital strategy and innovation there. This is your first time on the show, so uh, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. We've covered King Cruel a bit. We had him in for a tiny desk a few years ago, uh, but why don't you just remind us who he is, and then we can dig a bit more into what you're loving about this one. How would you best describe him? I will describe him as a ginger version of Tom York mixed in with a little bit of uh, hip-hop and jazz. His uh, real name is Archie Ivan Marshall. He's from South London, and he's only 25 years old. And this is his third— yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah, this is his uh, third full-length record. Such a strange and warped— mix of sounds you know like at times i thought it was kind of new wave and trip hop and even a little bit of punk he's carving out his own sound on this one yeah the thing i love about it you, like you hear his growth maturity and like i know he's like recently a dad which is still shocking to me to hear this album and like oh he has a little baby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but the thing that i love about it i'm normally a kind of a beat heavy person but what really attracted me to this whole project to his sound is the guitar and bass line through, that's threaded throughout this whole album. It has, to me, the, some of the guitar licks and the bass lines kind of has this little nostalgia for kind of this 90s grunge without sounding dated, but then it has a kind of a hip-hop sensibility to those guitar and bass lines. He sings a lot about poverty and the gentrification he sees happening in his hometown. He sings about mass consumerism and the dying planet, but also about uh, depression that he's battled and his own anxieties and mm -hmm. and junkies and uh, it was kind of hard for me to see the light in some of these songs i guess maybe because i can relate i personally have gone and still go through depression anxiety a lot and these type of songs help me get out of it you know most people say that's weird it was kind of like shouldn't happy songs help you but there's a certain honesty of dealing with your depression through songs like this than positive songs. I feel like sometimes positive songs is just a mask that's put on. And I feel like King Cruel and other people like him pulls the wound out and expose the wound so it can heal properly. The artist is King Cruel. The album is Man Alive. Thanks so much, Tariq. Thank you, man. We have one more album that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but as always, there are a handful of other notable albums out now that we should mention, starting with the singer Sarah Harmer. Sarah Harmer has a really beautiful new record called Are You Gone? She's a singer-songwriter from Canada, known mostly as a folk singer, but she plugs in and gets a little louder on this one, Are You Gone? from Sarah Harmer. Uh, Six Organs of Admittance is back with a new one called Companion Rises. This is the musical project of Ben Chasney. The new one from Six Organs of Admittance is called 
called Companion Rises. The band Wilson, and it's W-I-L-S-E-N, Wilson, has a new record out today called Ruiner. This is a trio from Brooklyn. They make this very introspective, very moody indie rock, the album Ruiner from Wilson. And the singer Milk has a new one out today, M-I-L-C-K. She's got a new one out today. This is the singer who had a viral moment back in 2017 when her song Quiet was sung uh, during the Women's March on Washington in early 2017. She is back now with a new EP called Into Gold. Into Gold from Milk is out today. A uh, bunch of other stuff, Guided by Voices. Uh, I, I didn't actually get a count of what <laughs> album this is. This, I'm going to guess this is their 5,000th album. <laughs> uh, it's called Surrender Your Poppy Field. Uh, a singer named Banafi uh, who makes kind of dancey, arty pop. She's worked with Empress Of and Sophie on this record. We've talked about Sophie before. Kind of a dark but hopeful pop music. The album is called Look At Us Now, Dad. Ozzy Osbourne has a new album called Ordinary Man. Ozzy's been in the news a lot, dealing with with health issues, had to uh, postpone or cancel some tour dates. Uh, This new record, you and I haven't uh, gotten a chance to listen to it prior to its release, but it's called Ordinary Man, and that's out today. And Greg Dooley, uh, the lead singer of uh, Afghan Wigs and Twilight singers. Uh, He's got a solo record, technically his first full-length solo album. Just a guy who for decades has been bringing this tortured intensity to his songwriting. A really great, powerful presence. His new solo album is called Random Desire. All that music out now on February 21st, along with the last one that we want to play. It comes from the band Klangstoff. It's called The Noise You Make Is Silent. Klangstoff, K-L-A-N-G-S-T-O-F, Klangstoff. The album is The Noise You Make Is Silent, and the song is the opening cut. It's called Blank Page. This is a synth pop and rock band from Denmark, like Alnus Obel is also from Denmark. This is their second full-length album, and, and as you can hear, it's just this pulsing, synth-heavy, sometimes a little scattershot record. Uh, really love all the sounds on this one. Yeah, it's inspired, apparently, by traffic and uh, the oppressiveness of, of your surroundings. You know, it's it's made by somebody who's sort of been immersed in places that feel very busy and chaotic, and, and it's about finding your own path and your own place within that chaos. 
chaos. That song that that you played, Blank Page, actually reminded me a tiny bit of Tame Impala, of kind of that ability to sound both smooth and searching and busy at the same time. It's a really interesting mix of sounds. You mentioned traffic in the city. The lead singer of Klangstoff, Cohen Vandervaart, relocated to Los Angeles where he wrote a lot of this record and he'd walk to the studio or travel to the studio. And he just said everything felt so strange there. Like he felt like people were disconnected from reality in a way, which gave him an idea for this album title, which is the noise you make is silent. Like all these people making all this noise, but none of it means anything. Klangstoff is the band. The album is called The Noise You Make Is Silent. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you, Robin. If you want to see a full list of everything that we talked about and hear full versions of the songs we featured on this week's show, go to our website, npr.org slash allsongs. You can also browse past episodes of New Music Friday there. You can also listen to the songs in both Apple Music and Spotify. Just open those apps and search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist. Also, a reminder to sign up for our newsletter to keep up with all the latest from NPR Music, including Tiny Desks, Music News, Special Features, and more. Just go to npr.org slash music newsletter npr.org slash music newsletter and for npr and all songs considered i'm robin hilton be well have a great weekend and treat yourself to lots of music support for this podcast and the following message come from the npr wine club where every bottle tells a story and npr shows become wines like weekend edition cabernet sauvignon available to adults 21 years or older learn more at nprwineclub.org